1: Hello and welcome to episode two of the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're excited to have you here today. My name is Chris and today we're going to dig into the life of Jim. Jim is one of our other hosts, if you don't know. Jim, say hi. Uh,
0: Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the case may be to our listeners. Uh, Thank you for uh, tuning in to the Keto Man's podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, on my left, uh, let's, uh, let's introduce Alberto hey, uh, Say hi. How's it going, gentlemen? Uh, not too bad. So in case you guys didn't know, uh, fire ants suck and they hurt
2: like hell. And I'm sorry, sure <laughs> you saw my post earlier this week of me getting stung by a fire ant while cutting mesquite wood so I can smoke ribs in the rain with a rain modified smoker. And if that doesn't scream Texan, I don't know what does.
1: I, I, I think the comments that I... Go, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, I, I don't know that I would even know what a fire ant looks like. I'm just imagining large, red, about 500 legs, and fangs like Dracula kind of thing. Is that a close uh, no, physical description? No, they're uh,
2: tiny. They are black and red. And uh, believe it or not, they st- the stingers on is on the back end, but they sting over their head like a scorpion and not down like a wasp, which just seems incredibly inefficient. But either way... Doesn't feel good. It Doesn't feel good at all. But
0: yeah. the but the most important question though is how were how was the barbecue and the ribs and everything?
2: Oh, those came out great. After, oh, I, after everything I went through to get that thing started, there was no choice for that stuff to come out great.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that that rig, and I'm like, yep that that's uh, that that's a that's 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 a pre- pretty Texan rig right there. Um, you got yeah, a barbecue with
2: the uh Modify your smoker to just smoke ribs yeah. in monsoon conditions.
1: Yeah, it was, that was a <laughs> crazy day. It was like nonstop. My dogs were, were crazy all day. Okay. So, um, any news, any, any big events that happened this week in the, the keto space that you guys can think of, um, that you, you want to talk about?
0: I guess the one thing that I would throw out to start is um, in our Facebook group, which is kind of the um, origin of where this podcast has come from and where a lot of things are going to be coming from in the coming uh, weeks and months, um, just seeing some of the success stories of some of our uh, members in there. Uh, Chris did a a great survey as we're diving in a little bit deeper to know um, what our guys are going through and uh, numbers that they're experiencing in terms of inches lost, weight loss, things like that. And um, it's been pretty eye opening for uh, those posts to come through and seeing how well men are doing following this way of eating. So I think that was, that's just kind of a, a great thing to wake up in the morning and, you know, lay there in bed, scroll through what's happened on Facebook overnight and see some of the photos of the guys, you know, the befores and afters and the befores and durings, because they're not to where they're, they want their, not where their after is just yet. They're not quite there, but they're in a great process and um, especially since we as we're recording this we're just a few months into the year and a lot of guys did start with the kind of the new year's resolution and the numbers are just growing tremendously so kudos to all of uh, the folks out there that are listening who are following this way of eating and the guys in the keto men's club who are really uh, honing in on the numbers and the lifestyle and everything and making it happen.
1: Yeah, it's it's really been inspiring and encouraging to get to see so many people really seeing uh, dramatic changes, some of them, you know, more long term, some of them short term, but dramatic changes nonetheless. And that's yep. been uh, really encouraging to a guy like myself that's two years in and, you know, you 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 learn, you. you at least for me, I, I kind of lost a little bit of my focus, but I'm focused again and it's, it's good. Intermittent fasting is definitely doing, doing its trick on me. Um, and getting back into that habit, that's uh helpful. Um, so yeah, it, it's been, it been great seeing the very early numbers the, 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 the survey has only been up for a short while. We're already probably at or over a ton, a literal 2000 pound ton of, of weight lost um, by the members that have reported. And I think it's under like 35 people so far. We've got 2000 members in the group. So I can't even imagine how much cumulative weight we've actually lost as a group. And it's, it's, uh, it's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Okay. So this week, we wanted this week, we wanted to go ahead and, and dive in a little bit on uh, Jim's life a little bit, try to get Uh, a good idea of uh, who he is, what drives him and all of that. So uh, Jim, you're in the hot seat. We're, we're all going to take turns. Um, So you're, you're in the hot seat this week. Um, And so, Let's just start out with the really basic stuff. Uh, you kind of went through some of this last week uh, in, in the, the quick intro, but you can get, feel free to dive as deep as you want. Uh, so let's start out at the origin. Where do you live now and where did you come from? <laughs>
0: I feel like I'm, I've just uh, laid down on a psychologist couch, the virtual couch and laying it all out here. So, um, so I, have, I live in Bloomington, Indiana. I have lived here my entire life. Um, I'm 43 years old. Um, grew up, uh, with the stereotypical, uh, father, mother, younger sister, uh, situation and everything. And, um, currently working, um, in a uh, local nonprofit, uh, type stuff. So I've, I've been in business in my community for 20 years, uh, working for a different, different number of different organizations. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much the basic idea of who I am, so to speak. So, um, Um, I'll shut up and let you and uh, our our wonderful co-host Alberto uh, quiz me on whatever you want to know. That's, that's, okay. that's one of 20 questions. Let's
1: put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> at least 20, at least 20. Yes. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about how, how life was growing up as it relates uh, to health specifically for you in that time. Were you aware of it? Uh, you know, what was, were you, a, were, were you in sports? What, what, you know, what was that all like?
0: for you? Sure. So, um, um, I was the oldest of two um, I was pretty active as a kid but I was I was always a bigger kid I mean never I mean I just always was so um, but that was height that was weight that was everything um, when my when I had my 13th birthday um, I have this in my kitchen in a uh, the inside of a cabinet door which is where my dad used to keep it at my parents old home um, my dad put a an ad in the local newspaper paper uh, that had my baby photo and my baby weight and then at age 13 I was 5'11", 175 mm. so I was like you know a man kind of thing uh, when I turned 13 years old. I remember being in like some junior high choir thing or something and I came going into 6th grade and when you're there and you're like the only guy whose voice has changed um, the, the a girl I kind of had a crush on said you sound like a foghorn and I lived with the nickname Foghorn for three years in junior high. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, but that's another therapy session for another time. So um, the, the thing that um, was kind of unique for my family experience growing up is that um, my father was a police officer. He was a sheriff's deputy for about 30 years locally. And um, he was also a heart patient and um when i was very little he had his first heart attack uh he was not obese at all um it was just kind of um uh, just it, it when you're at such a young age i mean 4 or 5 years old it's just kind of a you accept it as what it is because it is what it is you don't know any different so to speak um so heart attack at a young age. Um, then when I was a freshman in high school, um, he, he had his second heart bypass surgery. He had his first one about a year after the heart attack. Um, and uh, at that time, it was still a, an uncommon procedure, but becoming more prevalent. Um, and he also needed an aortic valve replacement. So that procedure was done in Milwaukee, Wisconsin uh, by a, a cardiology specialist. And he, my dad was up there for about five, six weeks, a lot of different complications and things. And, um, so I just, I kind of grew up in that whole, um, understanding of going to a hospital, you get sick, you get well, and things move on kind of thing. So, um, Fast forward to 2003, 2002, 2003, my dad was diagnosed with congestive heart failure, um, had a heart transplant in October 2003. The transplant did well, um, but he had a number of complications. Resulting from uh, being sick for so long, and he passed away about two months post transplant. Mm-hmm. And what ultimately learned through a lot of this was that um, he had a con- he, he had a condition called Factor Five Laden, and um, it's not a common thing, but it is a blood clotting disorder that if you are prone for an extended period of time, if you're flat on your back, uh, recovering from a procedure, if you are flying around the world, if you're locked up in a uh, vehicle for 12, 14, 16 hours and you're not moving, um, you're much more likely to get a blood clot. And um, after his heart transplant, he, they obviously took him off all the heart medicines he'd been on because new heart, everything's working brand new, um, and he would have these random blood clots. Mm. And the, the doctors determined that he had that blood clotting disorder, and it was a number of complications with that. Um, after his passing, I got the genetic testing and found out that I have it as well. So I just do the, uh, the double baby aspirin every morning to kind of act as a natural blood thinner Um, and a previous job, I used to do a lot of flying cross country and things and, um, always try to get a, an aisle seat, not just for the comfort factor, but if I'm on a plane for four or five hours, get up, walk around two or three times just to help things and all of that. So, um, so all of that together, um, you know, life in general and everything, um, kind of led me. To this keto point about two and a half years or so ago. So it's a long winded answer there, guys.
2: That's okay. That's okay. You, you, oh, that was, that's a lot. That's a lot to go through. That's a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I give you kudos for, you know, getting the genetic testing and uh, you know, foreseeing what could possibly be your future and taking the hopefully the appropriate steps to, to kinda push it off to yeah. the side. That's huge.
0: It is. Yeah. I the those who uh ever follow the TV show Friends, um, one of my favorites was Courtney Cox who played Monica. And if you knew like some of her celebrity life or whatever, um, Courtney Cox had uh three or four miscarriages when she was married and during that time she had that she has that factor 5 latent blood clotting disorder and that was that's one of the complications if you're female and have that is the um, is the likelihood of having a miscarriage so um, it's not so common, but it's somewhat uncommon. Um, my dad had, um, condition, a condition called phlebitis in high school, which is kind of an inflammation of, uh, veins and legs and things like that. And basically what, um, we learn, I kind of learned through all of this processing in over decades, um, was that he just didn't have the best heart. It wasn't that he would have done anything wrong. Um, but there were things that were back when he was a teenager, young adult, um, that were part of that. So it didn't mean though, that my father, like I said, was a police officer for thirty years. He coached little league baseball. We took family vacations. I mean, all the normal stuff was there, but it just every eight, ten years kind of was a let's we need to do a tune up kind of thing. And so that's where it went. And then he passed away like I mentioned in two thousand three. Uh he was fifty five years old. So not old at all. And um so anyway, that's kind of again through all of that and different things that I've gone through kind of led me to this uh, point with the keto group and eating that way and taking it from there.
1: So before you got to keto, when you were looking at healthy you know, changes that you could make, what were some of the ones that you you dug into that you find? Did you could find keto straight away? What, what was all of that? Yes. Um no
0: my joke is when i go to the gym that i probably should have paid more attention in junior high pe um you know i probably if i had, if i had liked pe more and done things i might not uh have had to go through some of these th- struggles and things but um about 8 9 years ago um got connected with um a gym in my community that i uh, liked the the group it was a group atmosphere and everything and um some personal training but it was there was a competitive nature to it and that there were they would do um, boot camps so to speak mm-hmm. and you would you know start off um, you'd obviously have to report your food every day and things like that but you know you'd want to get in X number of minutes cardio a week and there would be uh, tabata workouts where you do like uh, 40 seconds at uh, like a push pace I guess you might call it and then 20 seconds all out and you would take br- breaks in between but it was a it was a heart rate type thing and really enjoyed it and you'd do these boot camps for like eight weeks and every couple of weeks, you would whittle down more and more and more to the point where, you know, you were just cutting calories and 1,000 minutes plus a week in a gym and all that other stuff. And that's that worked for the short term. But I remember um, when I got done with one of those, I had dropped um, over a total period of time about 35, 40 pounds. And this was over four or five months kind of thing. And then after I got done with one of those, it was summertime and friends were like, hey, we're going to go to the local uh, beer pub. We're going to drink beer. We're going to eat food and everything like, hey, you know, I I deserve this. I can go to one of these kind of things. So I was still maintaining the workout and everything, but have a couple beers or whatever and went back for the weigh-in and I was up like 13 pounds from my lowest, despite all these efforts that I had put into it. And what a, what discouragement to feel like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't ever be what I want to be. Um, So uh, did that, did some other things over time. And a lot of it, again, was um, focused on working out. Um, I enjoyed that. I mean, I, it, it wasn't uncommon to go on a 20-mile bike ride or go uh, lift for 90 minutes or uh, all those things that you kind of associate with a healthy lifestyle. And um, the counterside of that was I was still trying to go out with friends and have pizza and beer and all that other stuff. And it's not a direct, calories in calories out kind of thing i mean there is uh what you're putting into your body does matter and so it's just been it was just kind of a yo-yo type experience for the last eight or nine years get down a little bit up a little bit and um trying to find a a sweet spot if you will of how this all works
2: like the old saying goes you can't outwork a bad diet (laughs)
0: there you go that's exactly right exactly right
2: i have tried (laughs) <laughs> so in regards to keto what would you say in hindsight uh, was probably one of the one side effects
0: or uh, one of the benefits
2: since, since uh, starting keto that has probably surprised you the most
0: um Let me preface that by saying I had a uh, little bit of a medical issue when I was about 38, 39 years old, about four years ago, uh, which ended up being an anxiety attack. But uh, I thought it was heart-related. And obviously, with family history, as I've shared here, um, that was the last thing that I wanted to have happen. Um, I had never – I did the regular – checkups and things with, with a doctor and all of that. But uh, when I turned 40, I realized, um, it was probably time to get a baseline on all the important numbers and, uh, do a, a good heart check and everything. So went to a doctor. Yes, Jim, you need to lose some weight. Uh, did the stress tests. Let me tell you, if you, ha- if you're listening to this and you've never had a stress test, um, you, you don't even, I can't even describe to you how, uh, intense it can be. So, um, it's not a fun experience, but it is a necessary experience, and uh, it does tell you a lot about it. So don't avoid it, but don't go into it thinking it's going to be a cakewalk, no pun intended. Um, but didn't all these different things, and um, sugar level was a little bit high. And I do have a family history on my mom's side of diabetes. So um started looking, and again, we talked about this on the previous episode, about um, getting on Google, Facebook, looking at different groups and everything. I was a, uh, I have a major in journalism, So research and everything, I I love to do that kind of stuff, and started digging through some different groups, looking at different things, found some groups on uh, diabetic diets and whatnot, and then that kind of led me into the keto world. And uh, th- there are a number of intro keto groups, uh, both for the science of it, there's recipe groups, there's all these different things out there. So uh, looking through all of those, kind of got some basic ideas, started buying the bacon, started buying the eggs, um, started you know really trying to hone in on the macros and um, find fine- tune things and whatnot. I have never, and I will never claim to be perfect on it. Um, there are times you know, when you go to Washington DC with your friends For a wedding, and you're just like I'm all in. Whatever it is, let's do it, kind of thing. And yeah, you you recoup. Um, This is not a this this way of eating should never be considered a punishment or uh, anything like that. It is a lifestyle change. People adapt to it, but um, I don't think anybody that's listening to this now or in the future are going to find that we're you know so hardcore about it that you screw up one time and you're out of the group, kind of thing. Um, So. I just kind of started doing my own research, um, started following the plan and everything, and it really started doing its thing. Inches started dropping and uh, shirt sizes went down and lots of little things and then bigger things and so on. And, um, Talking to people um, that I know in my community that I'm friends with and whatnot, they've kind of followed that uh, like a lazy keto plan or something similar um, as they've been trying to tone up, lose weight, things like that. And it's it's not that hard to do. Um, you know, you throw on some protein, you throw on some green, and away you go. Um, you know, add some butter to it, like uh, what's that lady in Savannah Paula Dean uh, says. You know, <laughs> slap on a big old stick of butter, kind of thing. So, um, so that's how it's come to uh, where it's at today. Um, I'm I'm on the slow and steady plan. Um, that I, I work out about five times a week, uh, pretty high intensity, and um, trying to get a little bit more into the running side of things and whatnot. Um, and it's it, the combination of everything is definitely um, making things improve.
1: Absolutely. What are some of the stats? Um, like, you know, where'd you start? What, what, have, what change, what physical changes have you seen? Um, the, the
0: numbers, I, uh, when I start, so I start, I work out at a, um, a national gym. There's one in my community, um, it's orange theory fitness. And the idea behind it is you get in your, get your heart rate up to a certain level. And not only you, are you burning calories during the workout, but afterwards I started that in, uh, June, July, 2017 or excuse me, 2018. And, um, right when I started was one of my, uh, an appointment I had with my cardiologist and he was saying again, you know, lose weight, blah, 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 kind of thing. Um, So I in about a six month period, I dropped a shirt size I dropped five to six belt notches. I mean, I really shrunk down a little bit, um, but I didn't lose as much weight as I had hoped. I went from about a 280 range to about a 265 kind of thing. And I really had a hard time with that number because um, when I went back to the doctor, like, hey, you know, large shirt here, man, and pants are a couple sizes down and everything, and you step on the scale, they're like, no, 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 no. Somebody's got their foot on it behind me and, and pulling a joke on me or something this is not how it is kind of thing and so blood work came back well there's there were a lot of good numbers on things um i i haven't done one in recent years but he suggested my doctor suggested um and i don't know the proper name of it but you guys may be able to help me one of those um machines where basically you kind of step into it and it does the whole body mass index so to speak so even if you if you have three people that all weigh 200 pounds, but all are different heights different builds everything. It doesn't mean one is the right one, so to speak. So he said, you know, you, you need to try one of those and see where you're at because your numbers have definitely dropped. You're doing the right things. Um, you've toned up a lot. And, you know, I've you've seen that, you know, the five pounds of fat versus five pounds of muscle kind of thing, muscles leaner and all of that. I'm I'm running a couple miles a day, which nine months ago, I was clinging to a treadmill at four miles an hour, like for the love of all things holy, make it stop. Um, you know, there's definite improvement kind of thing. Um, but again, I need to get uh, dialed in more on uh, the the numbers and things um, and drop the weight down more. So physically, there's a noticeable difference. My weight numbers, I wish were lower. Um, but again, everything's different for everybody, and it's it's improving. So I can't complain about that.
2: The most important question is, you know, everybody everybody struggles with the scale. But like what I was asking, ask that comes up is, but how do you feel?
0: You know, I feel pretty good. Um I'm I I do have a little bit of uh, a knee issue that frustrates me to no end. So I'm I'm I watch that um regularly, but um for the most part it's getting up. Life is not too bad. You know, you I mean, it's definitely an improvement um from a two or three years ago um where you know, tired all the time and uh brain fog just, just not right kind of thing. Um, I've dealt with some depression and some anxiety things and different things that, um, have been related to a variety of factors outside my control, so to speak. And, um, I'm working on changing those (laughs) factors as we speak even. So there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of world stuff that, uh, can impact the day-to-day as well um, but ultimately when I go to bed I'm like okay I did I did pretty good today or all right Jim you you screwed up but tomorrow you can go do this get back on the track and away you go and and we see and I'm not justifying it all but I see that a lot in our Facebook group where guys will Say, you know, I went to a family reunion and I was not going to turn down my grandmother's homemade noodles or this dessert or whatever, but they're not gorging on stuff. They're they're having a sample of it just to get the taste again and they move on kind of thing. So that's okay. It's all right.
2: Uh, yeah no doubt and uh i mean just going back to the orange theory thing I- i've taken a couple classes uh i never even heard of it so i moved to texas and it's a different monster it, it is it is in- an incredible workout and like, the first time i went i was just pretty much trying to break the heart rate monitor and they kept yelling at me i was like i'm like red red's good they're like no it's called orange theory you want to be in the orange i'm like but well, red's better than orange turns out no and then so it, yeah it, it's kind of a weird a weird thing when you when you actually start to get the concept, okay, so like this is not a hundred percent all out effort. It's more about like just pacing yourself, not going all out, but keeping your heart rate at just that right spot to where you could keep mm-hmm. pushing at the same pace for the entire hour. Then you just, re- and, you know, they show you your estimated calorie burn. The estimated calorie burn from when I was there just just trying to break the machine versus the week after when I tried to stay a steady pace. It, I mean, it was a few hundred calorie difference, same amount of time in the workout. It was just a, and I was in my head, I was trying less hard. So that was kind of a weird, a weird right. thing to wrap my head around when when I when I first started trying to get into that.
0: Well, it, when I started it, um, I was also taking a, a fairly low dose of um, Wellbutrin, which is an antidepressant and does some other things as well. It's an appetite suppressant. Um, and when I first started walking into Orange Theory, I would you wear a heart rate monitor, as Alberto just mentioned, and I turn that thing on. And you're at least in my studio, my gym. There's a television screen that shows everybody's like first name and what their heart rate is and their calorie burn. And I would always be like in in a zone before we haven't done anything, and um, when I had met with my cardiologist a couple times over the last year, he's like, "Your heart rate is a little bit, uh, your resting heart rate is a little bit higher than <laughs> ideal." And um, I ended up, I'm, I'm off the Wellbutrin now, and within a couple of weeks of, t- of coming to off of that, my my resting heart rate average dropped about ten beats a minute. So I'm not saying I'm not a doctor. I'm not advocating anybody to suddenly drop medicine or anything like that. That's listening to this, um, but it did impact that for me personally. And so as a result of that, I going to Horn's theory. Um, when I was on the medicine, it seemed like I was always in the red or in the high orange uh, fat burn zones. And since I've come off that, I've been a little bit. It's been a little bit lower. So I have to work a little bit harder to get in those areas. But it's also the the combination of, I've improved physically, so what used to be taxing to get to is easier for me to get to now. I can run, um, at an eight minute, a mile pace for 60, 90 seconds, um, without any issue, um, eight, nine months ago, there would have been no way. So it's, it's just, it's all, again, it's, there's so many components to all of this, uh, putting it together, but that's why you fine tune things, talk with your doctors, talk to people who know about this stuff and learn as much as you can.
1: Absolutely. Um, so, uh, Jim, what, uh, what is like, and and if it needs to be two or three, that's fine. But what would you say are are like the number one or at least the top three resources, podcasts, books, uh websites that you think anyone looking into or uh who's who's been on keto for a little while but just needs more information and wants to dive a little bit deeper, what are the what, what are the top resources that you would recommend that you found most useful for you?
0: Well, number one, of course, is the Keto Man's Club because it has you two gentlemen and twenty-two hundred plus other people. So I have to give that the 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 top plug, that top spot. Um, I again looking on social media and um, looking for a ketogenic group. There's uh, there are so many of them out there. With the caveat, there are so many out there. Um, There are some that have very um, distinct benefits to them. They're for beginners. There's links in those for meal plans and things like that. you're nobody's obligated to stay in a in a group or anything on Facebook. Once you get in there if you don't like the way it's handled or anything, just click leave group and you're out and it's done. Um so I would encourage you to kind of dig around and search through those and things. Um one that I don't really get onto, but I have an account because I've found some stuff over the last couple of years is Pinterest. Um it, it definitely has a it's geared towards females and it's uh wedding planning and all these other things but you can find all kinds of recipes on there um you can look at uh the way that people are doing things like if you instapots became a big thing in the last year or so um you can do all kinds of stuff with those like a slow cooker and uh, make things relatively easy so you can get ideas very simply on pinterest print stuff off what have you um those two things and then um I guess I would say just your own research. I mean, even go to going to your local um, library and looking up things that are um, diabetic diets, low carb, high fat. I mean, there's all kinds of cookbooks and things out there. Um, you can even you can even search Google or wherever um, if you have a certain food type that you like. Um, you know, put in keto and broccoli, and you're going to get ten million um, recipes that come up and ideas and things. Um, there are so many things that can be adapted and adjusted or substituted. So if you have a favorite food item, um, you you can make it still. It may taste a little bit different, but you're going to get your fix from it. Um, we haven't even delved into fathead dough and how that can be used in so many different ways. So if you want pizza, you can do something like that. doesn't mean that you're going to eat a 16-inch homemade pizza um, in one sitting, but there's a number yes, of things can. out there.
1: Yeah. I- I can't too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair play. Fair (laughs) play. uh so yes if you want to eat the 16 inch pizza we will celebrate you and do it if you just do it the right way yeah i'll shut
1: up there <laughs> uh, the fat head pizza is, do, is too good we, my, my wife and i will make uh we'll make two of them and we'll, we'll we'll you know we'll we'll make different uh toppings on each one of course and 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 all of that that's actually one of the few things that my wife allows me to cook um because i make the dough and then she helps with the toppings and it, it's it's uh, it's good that mm-hmm. way, but um, yeah, it, it, it's easy too. That that that's also helpful. Um, but yeah, we we will leave like two pieces total out of two pizzas worth of uh, you know two two full recipes. My goodness, that's
2: where that's where you go wrong. I just cut it into four pieces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, 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 we, we probably <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we we put that those suckers down pretty quickly. They they don't last. Uh, we're very full after. That's usually my only meal of the day. Right now. Um <laughs> So you kind of got this, this uh, Q man's club thing started. What did you have like a a vision for at at first or is this like exceeding your hopes and dreams? Tell, Tell us a little bit about how, how it's been for you watching this group.
0: Um, I have admin moderated, whatever you want to call it, a number of Facebook pages and groups over the years, um, work related, personal related, um, all different kinds of things. And as we talked about in the previous episode, um, there are, and, and, and five minutes ago, there are so many different keto groups out there that have good information and good resources um, for those who are looking to start into this way of eating. And I am grateful for all of those out there. When I was learning about all of this and really trying to hone in, on, hone in on things and whatnot, what I was finding is that the group resources that I was going to, uh, it was there was a lot of repetition, and it would be the people who would write. and I mean, you guys can vouch for me on this. It'll it, somebody would write, "I'm new to the group. What do I need to do?" or "I'm I need to lose weight. How do I do keto?" and it's like hey, there's 13,000 people in this group, there's a pinned post right at the top that has all your basic info, take two minutes and read through it and you're gonna get the the things that you need, then you have to be self-sufficient. You have to be the one that when you go to the grocery store, you don't walk down the potato chip aisle, you don't walk down the candy aisle, go to the meat section, you go to the fresh vegetable section, go to whatever you need and do that that. Um, And unfortunately, a lot of people have challenges challenges with that. So, There was a guy, Nick, um, who I've never met. Um, He lives, I think, in Oklahoma and was somehow, some way we got connected in one of those keto beginner groups. And I, we started private messaging and saying, hey, you know, wish there was this and this. And he's like, well, maybe we need a, you know, a a keto group or something like that. And I just kind of, okay. So thinking about it for a day or two um, off and on, like, okay, well, here's what I would want. You know, I want a group that is um, where the participants are already familiar with it. I want there to be a definite camaraderie. I want it to be a niche that is not already being met. And so I just thought, well, you know, let's just, let's just try this keto man's club. And I've had a couple people say, why is it not the keto men's club? Um, and the idea is that I like the individuality of being keto man. Um, everybody's in this on their own, but we're all in it together kind of thing. So, um, that's why it's man as opposed to men for the group. And, um, so Nick was my first guy to join in. And, um, in those groups that we were in, you know, you would see somebody's post of losing 60 70 pounds and how great that was and everything and so i would write a legitimate comment feedback note whatever saying congratulations great job um come share your success in the tag the keto man's club and i would tag the group and um just it was never a a hard push or anything just subtle and lo and behold one two ten fifteen twenty kind of thing and um as the group grew I kind of realized I was stepping back from the other groups um and like okay I'm, I'm I've got what I need here and word of mouth um all different kinds of things and now we're at you know 22 2300 members gro- growing every day and um it's amazing it really is to and we talked about it in the last episode and we'll talk about it again through this podcast series of um the guys who are sharing their stories the guys who who, um are fit and getting it and, you know, just so proud of themselves. And then there's guys who are, are timid and are not wanting to post up a, a body shot or whatever, or they'll put something up that says, you know, I'm embarrassed to do this, but I know that you guys will be supportive. I, you won't make fun of me, things like that. Um, I I occasionally deal with fat, fat kid third grade syndrome and just like, oh, Lord, here it comes again. And there's none of that in what we have in the Keto Man's Club and that's where we support one another um there's good-natured ribbing don't get me wrong but for the the guys who are really striving for success and challenges and things like that i mean it is 100% you got this go team uh whatever we can do to help we're yeah, here So it has exceeded what I ever envisioned it to be. And now taking it to a podcast and um, some other things that we're hoping to get done. uh, Yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome.
2: No, and in regards to the group, I mean, it's almost like it's just one of those things like right place, right time, you know, almost like catching lightning in a bottle. Like, you know, we've had a, a couple arguments and. And people will say, well, I'm just going to go start my own group. They're like, yeah, well, rock on, man. I mean, like, yep, you're, you're more than welcome to try. And, and our, our, it could equally be successful. Maybe it's going to be more successful. But just the way this group has come together and the culture it's created, like that can't be duplicated. Like, I, w- I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine. It's like, how do these kids on YouTube become millionaires reviewing toys? You know, like if I took my kids and put them in front of a camera and review toys, chances are no one's going to care. But they just happen to be at the right time, at the right spot, and mm-hmm. just everything just kind of aligned for them. And, and and like, you could try to duplicate that exact scenario a million times and you're not going to end up with the same result. And that's kind of like how I feel where we're at with this group. I, I got in right around, I think members, it was like 300 or something. I have this habit every time I join a group to see how many members there are. And I was right around the 300 mark. And I'm like, hey, nice and small. You should probably stay that way for a while. (laughs) It it didn't. (laughs) But uh, I'm just just coming in from that point to where it is now. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I am far more active on that page than I am on my own personal page. And, and a lot of the friends carry over. Like if you look at my personal page, there's not a whole lot of fitness and there's a lot of food, but there's not a whole lot of fitness. There's not a lot of videos of me working out because people don't care. They just don't. Right. But I can post it in the group and in the group, you know, people care and, then, and uh, they get comments and I get feedback and then it, that's what that group is for. And I think that is a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, we've been very fortunate. I mean, you guys, the rest of the moderator team and admin team, um, you know, keeping a, a tight ship. But um, you know, the the expectation is set very early of how the group is going to be run and what we want people to do. Um, it's open participation and things like that, and um, it's it's turned out really, really well. Now, if somebody said, "Hey, if you want to take this to YouTube and make ten million dollars to talk about that," um, just like those kids and the toys, I I we are all going to share in that love i'll tell you that right now <laughs>
1: i'll take it <laughs> yeah yeah okay absolutely um okay so we're kind of getting close to time so let's go ahead and start wrapping things up a little bit um so we every at least every now and again we want to highlight somebody that's really uh just stood out to us Some somebody so uh was it alberto did you have that person or was it jim that mentioned them uh, I
2: think it was both of us. I think, uh, to be perfectly honest, I think everyone was uh, was pretty much blown away uh, by the picture. And I'll just go ahead and call him Joey C., one of our members. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, we need you to reach out to us and talk to us. I mean, it, it takes, I'm just going to say, it takes balls to, to post those pictures that you did and, and mm-hmm. just, just just put it all out there say, this is where I started, this is where I'm at. And, and I don't remember the exact time frame off the top of my head, but it would, it did not take him that long no, to lose all fact. that weight, which is absolutely mind blowing and incredibly inspiring. So, Joey, you know who you are. Uh, reach out to us. We would love to get you on and talk to you and, and get your thoughts on things. And anyone else for that matter, uh, anything you'd like to hear us talk about, any discussions, any, uh, uh, any questions, hate mail. I love hate mail by all means. Send it all to me. Comments, anything. Uh, the email address is Keto Man's Club Podcast. At gmail.com. And I'll say that again just because uh, it bears repeating. Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Reach out and, and uh, you know, uh, along with that, we're just getting started. And right now, reviews are really important. We want to get the word out. And for the algorithm to help us, uh, if you could go to iTunes, even if you don't listen on iTunes, if you would go to the iTunes store, uh, the, the podcast app, and uh, leave a comment, uh, sh- you know, even just a five-star review or, you know, just be honest, you know, if you want to leave us one star, if you think it's you know, crap, let us know. Well, you know, Alberto will love reading those out too. Uh, so what, you know, we're going to, we, we, we would like to hear feedback from you, um, on what you want to hear. And, and then if you'll share that publicly via the reviews, that would be excellent. Um, uh, because that's going to help us get the word out further and make sure that you subscribe, um, so that you can, in your, in whatever podcast, uh, f- feed app that you use, uh, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss an episode because that's, uh, that, it helps you not miss out on our lovely voices.
0: And if you go to theketomansclub.com uh, that will re- take you right now to our Facebook group. we uh, would love to have you join if you're interested in uh, seeing some of the photos and hearing more of the stories and things like that. And again um, as the podcast progresses um, more things will be coming and uh, there's a lot of cool stuff to follow. So,
1: Absolutely. Well any uh, parting shots? Anything that anybody has to share that we've missed? I think that we've hit most of the main Bullet points.
0: No, I think um I appreciate the time to share a little bit about the story. Everybody's got one. Um and Hopefully you find your why. Um, it's a common phrase that a lot of people use, but it's it's very important. And uh, find your why of why you are following this way of eating, this why you're following this podcast, whatever the case may be. Um, we're here to help. We're here to give you our insight, our personal experiences and whatnot. And um, join us for the ride. Alberto, anything from you? I
2: was to say there's a, there's a lot of people in that group that I draw a lot of inspiration from. You know, I, I just called out a uh, Joey there, but there, there's a lot of you. Who don't think I'm singling him out. I mean, I want to talk to each and every one of you that's had success. Of uh, anyone that, that thinks they want to reach out and you know get on this podcast and share a few words or what's inspired you the most or what you love, or what you hate. Uh, like I said, feel free to reach out to us. We'd like to talk to as many of our members as we can. Like this is episode number two. You know, we don't know what to expect. We don't know where it's going to go. If we get Twenty five percent of our group to say they want to come talk to us. That's five hundred episodes right there. And uh, and you know I don't know I I think it could be a really cool thing you know to to have this next level of interaction with the people that you're interacting with digitally on a daily basis. And and I think we could uh, we could definitely make something of it and then inspire each other even further.
0: Absolutely, five hundred. That I didn't. I have never thought about that that way. That is a fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. That's why you're a. That's why you're our co-host and the king of all things, Alberto. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And uh, just you know, this is news to you guys too. Um, I was kind of you know chatting, text messaging a little bit with uh, Mr. Danny Vega. Anybody that's uh, into the big athletic side of the uh, of of the keto days, he's kind of a big name. And he uh, he and his wife host the Fastfield Family. He said he'd love to come on our podcast, so we're probably going to have him on at some point um, and get to. To, uh, get to talk to get his perspective on exercise and things like that he would be a really great one for that um, uh, but all things uh keto he's he's great he's awesome
2: yeah he is incredibly incredibly uh, well educated <laughs> in everything sports performance so uh, so hopefully this this podcast hits the airwaves uh, before we have him on and, and if you guys have a specific question about health and nutrition you i cannot think of a better person to answer it for you in great detail in human language that you'll Absolutely. understand
0: so, Chris, that is why you're the co-host of this show also, and that's why you're awesome. So, la-
1: kudos it to helps you, boys. It I edit the Fatfield Family Podcast. So, uh, <laughs> I know people. It's all about who you know, brother. <laughs> okay, so one last thing that I thought of that, uh, you know, it, other than the Facebook group, is there any place that you guys would like to share, uh like Instagram or um but well, mainly Instagram because we're already on Facebook with everybody in, in our group. Um, it, it, do you guys want to share that or, 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 what would you like to do? I, I have Duckman Keto that, that you can follow on Instagram. That's where I post all my keto related stuff. I try not to bore the, the, my normal followers with all my keto banter. So, uh, that, that's mine. Um, Alberto, Jim, you guys, uh, mine is Capital Painter.
2: It is not very active. It's, random car facts and car painting facts and cool pictures. And the other 20% is videos of me working out and the other 20% might be food. I don't post on there very often. I try to stick more to the, originally try to stick more to the the car painting side of things, but that just got boring. So I just started throwing all kinds of stuff up there. So I mean, feel free capital painter. Okay, Jim.
0: And my personal um, Instagram um, is, I have to remember it. That's the problem. It is uh, Jim Inman Jr. J I M I N M A N J R. You will see my three wonderful uh, Labrador Retrievers for the most part in there. Um, you'll see a couple of uh, tours around the world, kind of thing. Well, more of tours around Southern Indiana. But um, so yeah, you can check out uh, that as well. Follow along, um, see some different things. And uh, Chris was good enough. Uh, speaking of surprise prizes and things to set up our own Keto Man's Club Instagram as well, correct?
1: yes and it is just that keto man's club podcast on Instagram uh, follow us there we'll post pictures when we release an episode we'll uh, get a, a picture out there maybe even a snippet to, to make sure that you can uh, get a get a little taste uh, that will make sure that you know that you want to hear that episode because you know that you're going to want to hear every episode uh, but yeah we'll, we'll get that up there on there and, and be able to share things out quickly uh, not just in the Facebook group but also on that Instagram wonderful so it'll be helpful that Way. Wonderful. Okay. Well, gentlemen, it's been great chatting with you again. And this is pretty much time for us tonight. So let's uh, go ahead and go out and uh, keto on. Thank you, Chris. Take it easy, gentlemen. See you guys. Bye. mansclub.com. com. you can also follow us on instagram at keto man's club podcast lastly if you have any comments or questions feel free to reach out via email to keto man's club podcast at gmail.com thank you again for joining us today and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week